Mistakes. We all make them, but how we choose to either grow or turn the cold shoulder to those mistakes really shapes how we present ourselves personally to other people. I'm sorry. These are maybe some of the easiest or some of the hardest words you will have to say to another person. The question arises, why is it so hard to swallow our pride sometimes and just admit when we were in the wrong? I'm sure you can stop and think of a time you were in the wrong. Looking back on it, did you try to dig your heels in the ground or did you pause for a second and consider that you may have made a mistake? Some might say they were in the right, and the other person just didn't understand that. Others might say they stopped and apologized, but most of us meet in the middle. We blandly acknowledge we were in the wrong, if we were, but proceed to back that statement up with justification of why we did what we did. This gray area we usually end up in with people is like trying to put a band-aid over a leaking pipe. Did it fix the problem? Maybe, for a time. But it's not a long-term solution to the bigger picture. Let's dive into some science to give context to all of this. Mistakes can be hard to digest at times, and sometimes we double down rather than face them. Our confirmation bias kicks in, causing us to seek evidence to prove what we already believe. Psychologists call this cognitive dissonance. To sum it up briefly, cognitive dissonance is the stress we feel when we hold two contradictory thoughts beliefs, opinions, or attitudes. For example, you might view yourself as a very intelligent, kind, loving person. So if you were to rudely cut somebody off in traffic, cognitive dissonance kicks in and may assure you that, oh, maybe the other driver didn't see me, or oh, I had the right away to help you cope with the situation. Quote, cognitive dissonance is what we feel when the self-concept of I'm smart, I'm kind, I'm convinced this belief is true, is threatened by data that shows what you just did wasn't very smart, wasn't very kind, or wasn't very true. That was Carol Travis, a co-author to the book Mistakes Were Made, but not by me. When we apologize for being wrong, we have to accept this dissonance, therefore making it a very unpleasant experience. Research even proves that crossing your arms and sticking to your guns can make you feel more powerful and self-assured than someone who admits to being in the wrong. And that right there is the root cause of the problem to someone who has such a hard time admitting they were wrong. This positive feedback loop allows people who frequently challenge the accusation of being in the wrong a feeling of clash as it's not about being correct or incorrect anymore. It poses a direct threat to their ego, and they will combat it in whatever way they see fit. Now, I'm not here to bore you with the psychological breakdown of the above-average stubborn person, but how to turn that stubbornness into a flourishing relationship with the other person. I'm going to give you guys three pointers here to follow when it comes to making mistakes. 1. Admitting the mistake. Acknowledging a problem is the first step to correcting it. By stopping and saying, Hey, I completely understand where you were coming from on that. I took some time to self-evaluate and really look at myself, and I can see where you would have a problem. I wish to correct all this and make it better. 
Congratulations, you have just turned a minor slip-up on your part into a deep respect the other person has formed towards you. Can I say this will happen 100% of the time? No. But I rationally believe that all of us have an entry level of understanding and forgiveness that an apology as simple as that can save a potentially toxic argument and allow you to grow closer with that person. Point number two. Look at the mistake as the first step on the road to a solution. Don't allow a mistake to get to you any more than it needs to. Mistakes are essential to growing as a person and even through other people. Mistakes can give us opportunities to voice our concerns about what is and isn't okay. This furthermore incites trust and respect between the two people. Point number three. Knowing that the mistake was only negative if you didn't acknowledge it. If the mistake ended in conflict or passive-aggressive tension, nothing truly got solved. Understanding that, and elaborating on the mistake and how it made the other person feel, ties back into point one and two by turning the mistake into a misunderstanding that can be corrected and fixed so both parties can be satisfied with the outcome. Those are the three biggest tips I would give to someone who is looking to turn these hostile exchanges between them and another into a road of growth and understanding. I'll leave y'all on this, and this is important, so pay attention. People are often more forgiving than you might think. Traits like honesty and humility make you more human to the other person, therefore more relatable. On the other hand, if you are refusing to admit a mistake that you clearly made, or not swallowing your pride and apologizing, it reflects poorly on character and mirrors a weak self-confidence. So the next time you eagerly want to shove your heels in the ground and be difficult in a simple misunderstanding, stop and realize that it's not worth you or the other person's time. Thank y'all for joining me on this week's episode about why admitting mistakes can be so difficult. I hope you learned something, and maybe if you know someone who can be difficult at times, feel free to relate them back to this episode. I would like to apologize for not posting the past two weeks. I've recently moved and just got everything set back up. So, going into the future, we're sticking with weekly content, and I hope to see you on the next episode.